0: back to the ticket water cooler brought to you by wingstop on 937 the ticket and theticketfm.com
1: this is the ticket water cooler happy friday happy good sense friday for us here in the station It can be a good sense friday for you as well head on down to good sense and get yourself a delicious sub uh i already ate mine up did you did you have a nice lunch there rico uh mine's
0: over there Oh, you're not i eating haven't it eaten yet. It yet i i so i got my workout in and i forgot that it was friday so i brought my own lunch so mm. i ate that as soon as i got back so i still working through that but I'll, I'll probably down that before i leave today it's a good <laughs> sandwich it is i got me some kettle cooked barbecue chips oh there you go i'm excited i love kettle cooked chips
1: uh, we were mentioning going before go, before we went to break that uh, it's kind of interesting just to kind of dive through and still try to figure out the NIL, uh, how that plays in at each college, and what these numbers are, um, Blake Corm, of course, the All-American running back from Michigan, first unanimous All-Team All-American, first-team All-American running back at Michigan since 1947, if you can believe that. Jeez. Uh, is, uh, should have been a
0: Heisman finalist.
1: Should have been a Heisman finalist. if he had, had he stayed healthy and basically had Donovan Edwards' stat line in the Ohio State game, and then in the Big Ten Championship game, probably would have won he the, Heisman. the Heisman. Yeah, because yeah, he I think it. he's the story of the year. And he kind of gets that uh, Chad Hutchinson uh, bump for being at Michigan and, and being interesting and, and all that. But uh, in, in any case, he has decided to come back. Uh, and Michigan has created an NIL fund called the One More Year Fund, where it's basically their uh, attempt to bring in these stellar players that are going to be NFL draft eligible. Oh. Uh, and uh, at the head of that is is Blake Corm, Obviously, this season... And it's reported out there that he is going to receive seven figures, a million dollars, um, if you know upon his return, which certainly helps out.
0: That is a decent chunk of change.
1: That's not too bad for, for what you got going on there at Michigan. Of course, maybe in the NFL, you could still make some more. So we'll kind of see. Uh, oh, he definitely would have
0: made more, but he wouldn't have made as much as he should have because he got hurt. He wouldn't have been taken as early mm-hmm. as he would have before. So as long as he has another good year, he'll – maybe get drafted see first i want to say first round because he's a first round talent but nobody ever wants to take running backs anymore because they're like oh we're only yeah. gonna have him for like five years um but He's easily a second. He's easily yeah, yeah, one of the first first running running backs backs. gone. I'd say one of the top three running backs gone. I don't know what next year's running back class looks like, but top three running back taken in next year's draft, which obviously is more than a million dollars. But in order to get healthy and uh, maybe you know if he wants to get his masters, if he's that close to it, you know, one more year, you get a million dollars, you play some more football, and then you go to the NFL.
1: But what's even more interesting now to me is, is Jalen Rashada, who is the Florida uh, quarterback that uh, that the well he, anyway. he transfer he was going to commit uh, to Florida, and they the the nil package that they have put down together for him was thirteen million dollars. Now and then the then the, you know, the nil collective backed out of that, and said yeah we can't do that. And now Florida has granted Rashada his release from his national letter of intent, which leads you to believe he's going to be going around looking for money. Um, and then you know, there's the latest report that you had that 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 Colorado is now in after him, which Colorado and Arizona State continues to confuse things because if he's looking for 13 million, or if he maybe he doesn't get that much, but if he's still looking for some money, how's Colorado, who who has their own problems, even paying (laughs) Dion, going to get 13 million out? And then the other question is, I know he's a quarterback, but how's a quarterback, a freshman high school quarterback, going to be worth 13 while a all American running back proven?
0: Possi- well, Possibly, He's been finalist.
1: Finalist gonna get one.
0: No, that makes sense. Well, his thirteen is for the four, three years, it four is years, for four years. Yeah. So it's you know thirteen divided by four. I'm not even gonna pretend to do the math because I don't. You I don't 12, want to.
1: Twelve divided four is easy enough. Three, yeah, three. Three point something.
0: So three point something. That's still more than Blake Corum. <laughs> yes. Um. I don't know, man. The the money that's being thrown around is is ridiculous. Um. I I I'm still four and I and and. N L N I L Numbers, words, are, are hard. you
1: for national letters of intent? I am for national letters <laughs> of intent. NIL. <laughs> too, yeah. And
0: I, I agree with it, and I think the athletes should be paid. But some of the money being thrown around, some of the figures that are being thrown around for some of these players, just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy how much some of these guys are getting paid. And I get it. They're bringing in buku loads of money for these universities when they're playing on Saturdays and, you know, when they, if they go to bowl games and, and et cetera and what have you. I get that. But at the same time, like you get one guy on your team making thirteen million, and you know if, if he could spread the love a little bit, everybody get paid, everybody be fat and happy. Um, but that sometimes sometimes that doesn't happen. Not to say that he wouldn't have done that, but oh, yeah. sometimes that doesn't happen. One CJ person, Stroud, gets, for example, yeah, is treating everybody. To, oh like, yeah, to suit and everything. But every once in a while, you get those guys that uh, they're getting the money, and that's their money. That's yeah. you know that's, that's all me. I don't know. It's interesting to see how much how much some of these. Universities believe some of these players are worth.
1: Yeah. And you wonder too here in Lincoln when it kind of gets ramped up when Nebraska starts winning again what those numbers will be and and just kind of what the, the the recruiting classes will look as as part of it I mean we talked about that first segment and basically the last couple days in Oscar Nation's been just everybody talking about Eric Gilbert and mm-hmm. and, and what a big get he is mm-hmm. and of course um, you know this recruited class is is looking pretty good it's kind of interesting though I guess even because I was starting to think okay how does this rank compared to last year's because now you're starting to get some names up there. It's like, okay, well, you know, Ben Scott, that's a big name on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you get the two kids out of Georgia, defending champions, former five stars. That's pretty big. So I was thinking, you know, that might be, you know, this is pretty close on par with what you did last year. Um, the transfer rating right now for Nebraska is number 29 in the nation. Of course, they were number seven last season. Does that surprise you at all? No, of course, not you had really. Casey and O'Shawn Mathis and yeah, Trey Palmer. It Palmer.
0: Yeah, they, they got a lot bigger names, but I, I think this class, although it's not up there in the, in the in the name cat. Look, that was a big, that's a big one. That was a big one. Bleak Road also oh, yeah. big one. Those two <laughs> those were big ones. Um, that's why they were up at seven. It was Bushini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he bumped them up there. Not Oshan, not Casey, it was Bushini. <laughs> um although the names aren't going to blow you away um with this class and that's why you know they're sitting at 29th um, I think they've addressed a lot of the issues that they were going to have going into the season um and although again they're they're not with the biggest of names, I think that it's also just added depth, and some of these guys some of these guys aren't you know one and done. some of these guys are going to be here for uh two years, some maybe even three years at nebraska so it's it's kind of building towards the future as well, whereas last year was a uh we need to get it done this year, and then yeah. it, you know it it didn't get done, but they were getting big names to get, you know, one year of, of success and unfortunately it didn't follow.
1: Well and I wonder too, and I'd have to look a little bit more into it, is if, you know, it's just maybe the transfer portal as as the more like there's more teams getting ten or twelve There guys. are also a lot yeah. of teams getting bigger names. Yeah. Uh, a little bit seems a little if they would have got Walter Rouse
0: courses. they would have been up there a little, yeah, little yeah, higher yeah maybe a little bit higher that was a big name uh,
1: Texas A&M by the way they've been the big loser of course over <sighs> over the off season with the transfer portal they've lost 25 scholarship players in one off season now 18 were uh, were blue chip recruits 8 were top 100 recruits including two five stars 7 were freshmen from that top ranked 2022 Goodness recruiting gracious. class so um, a lot of things falling apart for Jimbo Fisher there
0: but he made two crucial hires, <laughs> so that's a thing that's happening also. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be okay.
1: interesting to follow along uh, what they've got going there. Bobby Petrino back in uh, back in back college, in college football, football, major college football down in Texas. Love to see it. Uh, speaking of Texas too, I, I saw this on College Football Reddit. Uh, in College Station, uh, of course they have a big rivalry with Texas there, but there are Whataburgers. It's the South, mm-hmm. and the Whataburger is uh, is a, Colors are orange and, and white, mm-hmm. and that's that's the, the Texas colors. So yeah, but it's
0: more of a Tennessee orange. It
1: is, but still, uh, apparently in College Station, they wanted to make sure at Waterburger that you knew they were Texas A and M fans. So every all seven Waterburger restaurants in College Station have uh, at least a stripe. And in some some of them more, a stripe of a of a maroon roof with a Texas A and M logo on it. Mm. You like that? That's, that's you know, appeasing the locals. That's dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's too much. That's I mean I don't it's it's dumb. It's unnecessary. It's those are your colors. Everybody yeah. recognizes you for that. You don't have to appease the locals in College Station just because. Oh no, it's orange and white. It's Texas. I'm not going to eat there. No, you're still going to eat there because you like your Whataburger. Don't don't do that. You would so think you don't need yeah. to just put. You don't need to put a, a stripe with the logo. Just put like a sticker on the door, like <laughs> Texas A and M fans eat here. A no little, Texas fans, little, you allowed.
1: know. A little paint's not going to cost you that much. Maybe it's. You know, it's bringing some more business. That's dumb. You don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't
0: like it. It's just dumb.
1: <laughs> it's, it That's is like is if Nebraska totally had, had
0: I don't know some place here that was like uh, yellow black and, and black, yeah. and they were just like, "No, we need a red stripe somewhere yeah. on there."
1: Do you like the restaurants? There are many restaurants around here that have, like, Nebraska memorabilia, Big Ten stuff hanging around. Yeah, That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it.
0: You know where you're at. You get here, (laughs) and you're just like, oh. Big Ten, yeah, Big Ten country, Big Ten country. That's what soon I love. that'll be California.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Very confusing. I saw, uh, by the way, Bronny, LeBron James' son, has uh, down to three. Has Oregon, Ohio State, and USC. So it's kind of a bit, or maybe it's UCLA. Either way, uh, it USC. It's uh, it's a bit of an adjustment now to say, well, that that's two out of three. The pretty good chance he's mm. playing in the Big Ten. Then
0: uh, I mean. Depending on how the future of the Big Ten is, it could be three.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll buy it or Bronny, get Oregon by the time Bronny, Bronny, playing in the Big Ten. Bronny's a Big Ten guy. I think yeah, we all is. feel that. And, of course, if LeBron did play, there's a pretty good chance he would have played at Ohio State. So he would say that's, that's he would have gone to Duke. Mm, interesting. I don't know. I don't know either. He goes to a lot of Ohio State.
0: Bronny's going to Ohio State unless Bron stays in L.A. Then he's going to USC. Mm. Oregon's just there because he needed three.
1: Interesting theory. Sorry, All right. Dana. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Get ready for the crossover with Happy Hour coming up next on 93.7 Ticket